From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas. I'm Ron Joe, Senior Editor for CUNA News and Credit Union Magazine. Our guest today is Jose Garcia, President and CEO of Northwest Community Credit Union in Morton Grove, Illinois. In the past two years, the $58 million asset credit union has established two key strategic partnerships to augment its primarily church-based membership. First, Northwest Community has established a fully student-run branch at St. Xavier University in suburban Chicago. More recently, the credit union established a select employee group relationship with Special Olympics of Illinois, and soon will launch its first campaign geared toward that constituency. I recently spoke by phone with Garcia about these two initiatives and the solutions for creating better consumer awareness of credit unions. How did you get involved with credit unions? My first job out of college, there was an ad in the Chicago Tribune uh, career builder section, and there was a tiny ad that said accounting manager needed Baxter Credit Union. And uh, it was the last resume I sent that week after I graduated. And two weeks later, they called, and a month later, they hired me as an accounting manager for Baxter Credit Union out of college. And what did, so can you kind of tell me about the job at Baxter? What did you do there? Yes, uh, at Baxter, um, my responsibility was the, all the accounting functions for the credit union at that time. Uh, it was a $225 million credit union. Unlike today, which is probably a $2.5 billion credit union. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were in the midst of growth, uh, significant growth. So my job was mainly to ensure that financial statements were uh, prepared and, and all of the accounting month-end processes have been completed. Uh, and I was the liaison between uh, CPAs and the examiners. And how long, uh, how long were you there? I was there for roughly seven years. And did you move on to another credit union or? Uh, so my career, almost 25 years in the industry, started at Baxter Credit Union. And after seven years, um, Baxter was at a point where it was growing significantly and made a decision to move further north. I, however, lived further south. And I had an opportunity to become CEO of a credit union in Humble Park in Chicago, a uh, Latino-based credit union, 100% Spanish-speaking. And uh, it was a credit union that needed help, and I decided to leave a very strong, financially strong credit union like Baxter Credit Union was and still is uh, to take on a, a challenge. And... Uh, I became president and CEO of La uh, Caballeros de San Juan Credit Union uh, back in 1998-ish. And that was the second credit union that I uh, completed uh, or started at, and uh, I'm currently in my fifth credit union. Wow. What were some of the challenges that you faced at that second credit union? So that second credit union was a troubled credit union that needed to be um, reorganized and turned around to become financially stable 
and to implement some processes to improve on some of the deficiencies that they've had. Uh, some of that was uh, lending, but also operational, um, accounting, for example. And um, they wanted a, a CEO that can also venture into the community to talk about the credit union and promote the credit union. So the, the challenges really were within the credit union, but the opportunities, obviously, with, with all credit unions were to be a business developer within the community. So this was your first experience as a CEO, so you were kind of learning, learning on the job, too. That was my first CEO credit union, uh, position in a credit union, and uh, by all means, it was a learning experience for me. I, I call it the best two years of my life, and matter of fact, probably one of the two more challenging years in my life. And I say challenging because you had a situation where uh, you were a troubled credit union that you needed to uh, go back in your arsenal of tools that I've get gained at Baxter Credit Union to implement and turn this credit union around. How did you come? How did you become CEO at Northwest Community Credit Union? How did that relationship come about? Um, so through my years uh, working in the industry, uh, I've always maintained a network of colleagues in the industry here in the state of Illinois. Um, uh, just before I took this position, I was actually uh, working at a credit union in Northwest Indiana um, and very much involved in the industry in the state of Indiana. And so through uh, networking, networking uh, within the industry, I've learned of this position. And I uh, reached out to the credit union and, and we talked for some time and um, we felt it was a good fit. And um, that's how I became president and CEO of Northwest Community Credit Union. Can you can you tell me a little bit about your membership? Sure. Um, our membership, our, our credit union was uh, uh, started in 1939 uh, from a church-based membership, uh, and primarily still are. Uh, all of our members are from various churches throughout the uh, northwest uh, part of the city of Chicago and northwest suburbs of Chicago. I would say a, a good significant number of our members still live in the area and also uh, have become big uh, supporters of the credit union. Uh, however, because of the growth, uh, we moved to several different locations within the northwest suburbs of Chicago and were able to maintain that strong uh, base of members from our churches. And we continue to promote the credit union within the same church base of our membership. How do you promote within the churches? How does that work? We have a, um, an employee here who is business development who goes out to all of our SAGs to keep the relationship, ensure that we're providing the services that we are and are, can talk about what we're doing, what's new, what's, uh, what promotions are coming out to ensure that the members in those respective uh, SAGs hear about us and at the same time uh, we're in front of them. Uh, so we make every effort to to reach out and talk to our members as much as possible. We feel that's important. Uh, yes, we also send promotional um, materials via mail, email, uh, but we feel that a physical presence is always important. And you're in one of the largest markets in the country. Um, what are what are some of your biggest challenges? 
Well, uh, I think the biggest challenge for us and probably other credit unions is identity. Credit union, the name credit union, it's not uh, very commonly used as a financial institution alternative for not for people in the area. So when we come, when we go out, we always have to uh, educate non-members about what a credit union is and how different it is than a uh, a bank. So we have that identity problem when we promote ourselves as Northwest Community Credit Union. People think that they have to be a member of a union to join the credit union. And so that's really one of the main challenges for us. And we are working with our Illinois Credit Union League to find ways to get that message out into the communities uh, so we can leverage and and tag ourselves with that message and promote the credit union to the communities that we serve. Still, people still think they they have to be members of a union should join the credit union. That that's correct. I, I think that's the the biggest um, obstacle, if you will. And obviously, with that, you have competition. As you said, we are in the one of the biggest markets in the country, and um, just down the street, there's a bank, and uh, on both sides of us, um, you have uh, a big regional bank um, a block away, and you have a national bank half a block away, and you have other credit unions now that have crossed into our community that we serve that are bigger and and have the ability to promote uh, more aggressively than we do. So that becomes a challenge for us because we um, continue to we need to continue to promote our credit union and we're having to spend more dollars to in those efforts so i, I mean strategically what are some of your biggest object- objectives right now so we want to strategically partner with organizations in other words going back to the the old school uh, of working with seg groups um, because if, if we feel that if we could establish a relationship, and we can talk about that in a little bit with regards to organizations that will promote the credit union within the, within their constituents that they serve. And so we feel that that strategy is best versus, uh, trying to grow within the community one member at a time. Uh, so we have established uh, two relationships in the past couple of years. Uh, one is St. Xavier University, which is about 35 miles away from here, and another organization called the Special Olympics of Illinois that uh, we feel that we have more opportunity to grow our members within those two organizations as well to continue to promote the crediting within the communities. Yes, and actually you opened a student branch in the campus of St. Xavier University in Chicago. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that initiative? Actually, that facility is one of the only campus student-run branches in the country, I believe, isn't it? That's correct. Um, So we've been there about a year and a half, and uh, we learned a lot in the products and services that uh, they're looking for. Um, So... Uh, over the past year, year and a half, we've been working with the administration to integrate the credit union within the university. 
in a way where it's not it's a soft sale approach, uh, but really focusing on on um, experiential learning, the uh, students that work at the credit union and the student advisory board that uh, assist us in evaluating products and services, but also most importantly, the university is also trying to provide more emphasis in financial literacy. Uh, so we at the credit union provide modular systems of uh, various financial literacy topics to the students where now the faculty uh, will send students to the credit union for extra credit if they complete our modules. But we've also, as I mentioned earlier, we learned a lot. Students like free things. Uh, uh, so we spent a lot of dollars on promotional materials and marketing efforts, but at the end, students uh, will act when they when there's a crisis in, in, in their life to react to. Uh, one of the biggest bigger challenges is that a lot of the students come in already banked uh, with the relationship that their parents have at the respective financial institutions. And we, like we do here in our community, need to convince uh, those students on why they should change over to their credit union. Um, uh, so that's probably the biggest thing for us that we've learned is I mean, there wasn't a, a big line out the door of students waiting to join the credit union. I think it's still the same challenge where you still need to promote the credit union products and services. And the same uh, reaction from the students is, tell me again, what is a credit union? But we make some headway and uh, we're very content where we're at. And uh, we think that uh, St. Xavier University will be a good example for other credit unions to take because if you can establish that type of relationship with a school in your area, that would be a good way to promote credit union services, but at the same time, promote the financial literacy that everybody needs. And speaking of that, how did, how did this initiative start? I mean, where did it come from? So... I am an alum from St. Xavier University. I graduated a few years ago, um, and uh, I sit on the um, I sit on several committees at, on campus. But one of them is the uh, business school, and the dean. There was a new dean that was really focused on experiential learning. And uh, in one of our conversations, he said, "You know." We, we should have a, a, a student-run branch of your credit union here on campus. And I said, you know, that is a great idea. So we teamed together to work with the administration, and at the same time, there was a, another financial institution on campus, like there isn't many, that we needed to strategically work to uh, work alongside uh, a big bank. And uh, after a few months of back and forth conversations and agreements that, yes, we can all work together, we moved forward on it and uh, did our grand opening in uh, t late 2016. Now, you also mentioned the understanding of the, 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 the concept of credit union. How are you overcoming that? I mean, getting students to understand what a credit union is. We, we have we, uh, monthly meetings with the university on our progress, and we talked about that where students don't understand what a credit union is. Uh, so in the efforts of the university trying to help us be more integrated within the university, they suggested that 
we get in front of the incoming freshmen orientation classes and spend about you know 30 minutes to talk about uh, credit unions, um, financial literacy, uh, and other products and services uh, that may be relevant to students like student loans. Uh, so we now have a regular standing orientation class that we do a presentation to freshmen. What are some of the lessons you've learned from millennials through the branch? The main thing is that uh, students are really focused on class. Um, they're there to, to come in, get their classwork done. That, so that's the, their, their primary focus, and it should be. They want uh, free. Free has to be uh, meaning products that we don't charge monthly fees. Uh, so we came up with our student checking account. They need student loans. So we partner with the QSO to be able to uh, onboard uh, student loans. But surprisingly, car loans was really important to students. We did a small uh, focus group with about 20 students, and it was really interesting to know that, you know, they they need a car loan. And they need to be able to get a car loan without their parents being a co-maker. We don't have that product yet, uh, but we do have a similar product for uh, students that do graduate and have a full-time job where we would be able to provide an auto loan uh, with some stipulations, but without a co-maker. So we listened and we tried to adapt our products and services for the needs of the students and the alum. Your most recent success is uh, a partnership with uh, Special Olympics. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Um, so about 12 months ago, through the uh, networking that I, I do with, within the industry, a former colleague of mine who now is retired emailed me to say, hey, I have a friend that is looking for a credit union to promote a local event uh, of the Special Olympics. And uh, would you talk to him? And I said, sure. Uh, so they came to our credit union, and uh, we talked about local events that they do, uh, either at the high schools or other venues, and how we could support their their efforts. And I always thought it was a good thing to, in the efforts to give back to the community, that this would be a good thing for us to get involved in. But I said to the organization, well, I think we would be able to help you even more if you folks your organization partner with the credit union as that one of our set groups. So all of your constituents, not just local, could take advantage of the products and services that are offered at the credit union. So after uh, a few months of back and forth dialogue, they agreed. So now we are able to provide membership services to any constituents, constituents of the Special Olympics of Illinois. Uh, so we are getting ready to ramp up our operations. We're getting ready for our first promotion uh, where they're going to push out an auto loan special to their constituents. And I have a staff of nine <laughs> to handle this potential volume. So we are looking at uh, other organizations to handle overflow. We're going to partner with a phone center to to take calls and even applications for our 
potential members. But we think that this is a, as I mentioned earlier, this is a good opportunity for us to be able to promote our credit union to a very concentrated uh, group of people with the support of the sponsor versus uh, spending dollars uh, in our community like uh, advertisement in the newspaper, et cetera, where um, the the return on our and our investment is not as great as if we were able to do it with a concentrated group. Yeah, and it's a it seems like a partnership that is just very very natural with the credit union philosophy. Absolutely, I think that um, uh, you know credit unions uh, want to make a difference from a financial standpoint and. All of our members' life. We that's what we strive for. We want to, uh, in the motto of "People Helping People," we want to ensure that uh, our members are financially fit. The Special Olympics also have a very similar uh, philosophy, and that is to change the lives of people with disabilities through athletics. And we feel it's a good fit for the credit union. Uh, we are going to embrace the relationship. Uh, we feel that uh, we have common ground and that we could mutually benefit together and grow together. Now, when you take on these projects, whether it's this, the, uh, um, the student branch or the, with the Special Olympics, you really have noticed that they're, they're much more than partnerships. They're really something you kind of immerse the, the credit union in. Can you tell me kind of where this philosophy, this passion comes from? Yeah, I, I think that uh, uh, back in the mid-90s, early 90s, when I first came on to a credit union, I embraced the, the philosophy of credit unions, and to this day, I still do. And I also know the business well enough that if you're a small credit union, you have many challenges. Uh, you have an older membership probably, and you need to align yourself with the right business partners uh, from uh, delivering your products and services to the organizations, like I mentioned, the university, the Special Olympics, and others, our church-based members, to really embrace the relationship and to not just embrace it with marketing material, but to talk about it, to be able to get in front of the leaders of those organizations and show the passion you have for the industry that you're in. Because we do something that's unique. Uh, we have a member-owned business, which is significantly different than a bank. Uh, banks have owners. Credit unions have owners, too. The only difference is that all of our members are the owners, and that's the beauty of our business, and I really like to emphasize that in the relationships that we have. Membership does make a difference, and um, I think that we need to tell that story more, and, and uh, we would do a lot better in our, in our connections with uh, potential members. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.